Okay, so you are on the road. You're doing like a little out-of-town road gig. Where am I going? Uh, strange part of town. It's called Softville. Okay. You're doing a, a comedy show at a temple. A temple? Yeah. What kind of temple are we talking? Um, It's pretty big. I'm not like a religious person, so I don't think I, it's not, I wouldn't go do like a church show or anything. Oh, it's not a church; it's a temple, and, and you're not exactly. You know sure. what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go do like a religious. It's the lar- If people knew about it, it'd be the one of the largest temples in the Southwest. But it's kind of like off the map and stuff. But what's a temple of what? Um, the people of Sawville, uh, they pray to the god of parrots. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that gig, Pat. I'm not doing that. As soon as I found out it was going to be held at a temple, I'm going to say, "Hey, it's like a gig at a temple." Like I'm, I'm so no thanks. But they, yeah, you know? but they they worship the parrot, so that's that's fine. I don't. Uh, so you don't. So do you like cancel on the gig? Or yeah, what do do? wouldn't right? Like I don't want to do a show at a temple of where they worship a parrot. So uh, Danny Goodwin ends up getting the gig instead. Yeah, how's he do? He eats shit, dude. God damn it, Danny. Give it up, you know? So badly that uh, they actually call down a bunch of parrots and they, like, fly away with him. Oh, Jesus Christ. So Danny gets abducted. By parrots. All right. <clears throat> so um, you're kind of like, oh, I'm glad I didn't take that gig. That sounded like a pretty, that sounded like a hell gig to me. Yeah, I would say so. If you get abducted by parrots. You uh turn on the radio. There's, like, a local radio station. Yeah. They do, like. You know, kind of like morning zoo type of stuff. Yeah, what's the show called? Uh, it's called uh, Two Guys Farting. No hot beans. Uh, no, they're they are in direct competition with Hot Beans in the Morning, uh, a rival radio show. Uh, Two Guys Farting was actually like like wooed there from uh, their last station. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. To directly to be a competitor with hot beans in the morning. Yeah. And it's like getting intense, dude. Like they're like, they're like a uh, morning radio wars, morning radio, <clears throat> excuse me, morning radio wars. There's like a uh, fans of, of one show will like actively fuck with fans of the other show and stuff like that. Whoa. Like one, uh, there, there was one, uh, very notable incident where, um, the, uh, the son of a hot beans in the morning fan uh, married the daughter of a two guys farting fan. Damn. And it was like a really big deal. Um, Sounds like a city divided. Yeah. They um, at the ceremony. Uh, everyone's slaughtered. What? Yeah. Everyone dies. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody there. It's never. No one really. Children. Grandparents. Everyone. And no one really finds priest. out why. Everybody. Yeah. The, the priest is actually, uh, yeah, they actually did him the worst. They hung him down upside down on, a cr- on the cross. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they wrote, where is your God? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Pat. Yeah. So it's, uh, there's some intense stuff happening. All right. So you're listening to uh, Two Guys Farting. Uh, it's hosted by uh, Marty Bakes and Julian castles marley bake marty bakes and julian castles yeah and what they do is uh, they sit around and uh it's like you know like i said morning zoo uh but one thing they do is anytime they fart uh they do like um 
they, 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 they like rate it. How often are they farting? Uh, several times an hour. Oh, okay. So, so the like, whole show, they're they're going to fart yeah. and a then dozen times. And they'll go, ooh, that was an 8.9. And then they want to like laugh and be That's like, yeah, definitely. Um, they're down to like tenths? Yeah. Damn, okay. So um, they were having- what, are their, what did they rank them on? How do they determine the, the ranking? Is it like a smell thing? It's never like, really explained. Is it is a combination of like sound and smell? It's not really explained, but you, you kind of get the feeling that like maybe it, they're not being like, you know, 100%. It's not like they're like really being accurate. They're just kind of throwing out. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like it's like a gag more than them. Like, hey, that's like a four and a half. Yeah, yeah. it's just a gag. They're not like okay. serious about it or anything. Uh, okay. Well, you know? you know, I had other hopes. Yeah. Uh, and you you turn them on uh in uh on the radio and like you just hear like caller number seven wins and you're like on a lark. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna call. Yeah. See, so you, you know, you don't even know what you're gonna win. Can't win if you don't call. So you call one eight eight eight. Five six seven F A R T T. <laughs> There's an extra T on there. Yeah. So uh, you you call them and then uh, Julian Castles is like, uh, "Hey, what's your name?" Hi, I'm, I'm Aaron. And he goes, "You're the winner." And what? then they all like, <clears throat> instead of a round of applause, they do a round of farts. They play oh. like so they can like fart on command. No, this is like a like a like a sound effect. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. And uh, you win your very own entrance music. From that day on, every time you uh, enter a room, like they play like a like a, a song. I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't want it at all. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want that. In the slightest, do I want that? Like, at all. I don't want that. <laughs> at all. Every time you walk Add, in a room, nope. you just hear like, <clears throat> It's a rolling thunder and the tears don't stop. Don't Lightning striking and it's getting real hot. He's Aaron. I don't want that. Um, No. Hard pass. It's too late. Like you call them, you but they they can't do that. They fart into the microphone and it just like happens. They can't do that. Well, I mean, you shouldn't have called if you didn't want to. As you said, you can't win if you can't call. And you called and you won. Yeah, but like that's I got to give consent. It's a, it's kind of a cool song. No, it's not, Pat. It's a fucking terrible song. And that means I couldn't leave the room and come back without that playing. Everywhere I go, people would know I was there. The rolling thunder and the tears don't stop. Lightning striking and it's getting real hot. Bow down down, chuck down down, bam out to bow, bow down down down, bow down bow. That plays every time I go into another room. Uh, if there's people there, yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. One hundred percent no. So. This this is happening to you. And, no, uh, it's not, Pat. You're, you're I'm not pretty. doing it. <clears throat> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it because I couldn't. I couldn't. Have the, there's no way I can have an. I could function as a normal human being <laughs> if everywhere I every anytime I went into a room, a song just played. The song hits number ten though on top ten. I don't give a fuck, Pat. It's a terrible song. It's a terrible song that I have to hear in every every time I go into a new room until I fucking die. 
Uh, if you go to uh, a, a, like a a foreign country, it'll play that song. But Fuck in, in you. the style, their traditional you. music. So no. like, if you go to Mexico, it's like mariachi. If you go to Ireland, they have like fiddles and bagpipes and stuff. So uh, you're kind of uh, distressed about this. I'm not doing it, Pat. So uh, you're kind of sitting around one night, and you haven't been going out lately just because of the whole entrance music thing. At first, people were like pretty into it. They thought it was like totally cool. But after a while, they were like, man, this is really getting a lot to be around. You kind of like push away your your, your loved ones and friends and family and stuff. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare, Pat. It's a 30-second song. That sounds like... It's the opening fucking theme of yeah. like a fucking to your of a TNT life. drama from yeah. the mid nineties. I don't want that. So you're kind of just like the sitting thunder around. roll. What? What the fuck are you talking about? That's I'm not. That's not me at all. That is the worst fucking song. <laughs> you, it, you you order out some food. Uh, and like this, the delivery guy shows up, um, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I got your food. You open the door and like, because you open the door that kind of technically counts. So you hear like lightning crashing in the teeth. And then you're like, you're like, fuck. And you grab the food and slam the door in the guy's face. That's you don't even pay him. He doesn't seem to notice. Um, so you're kind of sitting there and you're, you're, you're eating your food and you're like, ah, shit, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I'm miserable. Yeah, you am I a, living alone at this point? You have a roommate, but he's not around a lot. Where's my girlfriend? Exploring outer space. Oh yeah, I forgot. She's a celestial being who's yeah. exploring outer space. <clears throat> For some reason, she's um, for the third episode in a row. She's like, uh, she sends a selfie. She's like walking on a star. She can't call me or talk to me about this, but she can send me selfies with her space phone. The minutes don't roll over, so it's like this whole thing. So, um. So you're just like you walk into uh, the bathroom and you start like wash like you you, you just piss real quick. Uh, you wash your hands and um, you're about to leave when suddenly you just hear a "Hey, Aaron, son of a bitch!" And you kind of look around and you're like, "What the hell? Where that voice?" And you go, "Hey, Aaron, down here, silly!" <laughs> and you kind of go like, "What the heck?" And you look over and you look in the mirror and it's the weirdest thing because it looks you realize the voice is coming from inside your own mouth. Yeah. It's actually coming from one of your front uh, teeth. God damn it. And you, son of a you bitch. notice that your the tooth has like eyes and like a mouth and stuff. And a beard. <laughs> and a big old bushy beard. That fucking sucks, Pat. And he goes, hey, Aaron, I'm Timmy the Tooth. Fuck. <laughs> he goes, and I understand you've got a problem. Yeah. He goes on to tell you uh, that uh, he's actually part of this, like, intelligence network. Yeah. The Tooth Gang. The Tooth Gang. And uh, basically, uh, they kind of, like, go around collecting intelligence, stuff like that. Uh, And he's, like... uh, Teeth, just going around collecting intelligence. Yeah. He goes, you got to help us, Aaron. There's a killer on the loose. What do you want me to do? You have to stop the molar monster. The molar monster. Can you make this music stop? And he goes, he goes on to tell you that in exchange, if you... Basically, there's this guy who's going around town, okay, uh, and he's uh, killing people uh, with. Uh, he has like a cat of nine tails. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, a like yeah. whip, and yeah. it's just covered in molars, and they're sharp as fuck. And every time he kills someone with it, he takes <clears throat> their molars and adds to the uh, the weapon. Uh, and How so, many people has he killed? Uh, eight so far. 
Holy shit. Cops got no leads. And yeah, you know, because that's like, number one, the right thing to do. Number two, if you can stop this music and give me my life back, I'll do it. And he goes, and you look down and like his beard has gotten even bigger. Jesus. He's got like a leather jacket on. How? It's in my mouth, Pat. He goes, all right, Aaron. And he goes, uh, he goes, we wrote down the address in the next room. Get to it. <laughs> you walk into the next room, into your living room, and there's like a piece of paper. It says uh, an address of... Uh, Does that song play when I walk in there? No, it doesn't play if it's just you. Oh, okay. Or right. if it's you and like an animal or something, it doesn't. Yeah, it's with I'm with anyone. Yeah. So you... um. You walk in, there's like a, a piece of paper, and it says at the top, from the desk of Timothy T. Tooth. And it What's says- the T stand for? You don't know. I'm, it's not never revealed. So you uh, you look down, and it says- the. And he's staying at a uh, rundown motel in yeah. town. It's What's right, it called? Uh, it's called- the Motel of Dreams, and it's okay. it's uh, it's right next to uh, the RBM Food Mart on Manor Road. All right, and basically the note just says like he's staying in room um, four twenty six nine. It's a lot of rooms. Yeah, and it's like now be and like it says in the thing like now be careful because your theme song is still going to play. So yeah. like you can't walk in any rooms where it's going to set that off. You know this guy's on edge. He's looking. He knows that like the cops are started to like really get on his tail now. Yeah. But he knows as long as he's careful, he'll always stay one step ahead of him. Those fucking pigs. He calls them. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I would go there and I would wait for him to leave. So what? You just like go to like him, just sit, stand outside his door. Or? I would go to the parking lot. Yeah. And I would wait for him to come out. So uh, you're sitting there uh, waiting. And uh, I would. Do I know what car is his? Yeah. Okay. I would wait. White Ford Fiesta. I would wait right near. I would wait like a spot over between his door and the car. Okay. So you're you're sitting there and you've been sitting there for about 15 minutes. uh, When it's the damnedest thing. Almost as if like. You can almost barely hear this because your window's up. You hear like this weird noise coming from outside by the bushes. Yeah. You roll down the window and you just hear like a R. Like a pirate's making a noise, Pat. You look over and there's like a bunch of tomatoes growing in the, uh, God in the bushes. damn it. And he goes, R. Tomatey. I'm tomatey. And I, tomatey. And I want to be your first matey. And he's got like. A pirate's hat. He's got like what is he, Pat? Is he a tomato? He's a tomato. He's a pirate. He's a pirate tomato. He has a pirate hat. He's got one of those earrings in. You know what I mean? A gold one. And he goes, and then the um, like the the uh, the vine that he's on kind of comes towards you, and he goes, "R, Aaron," and he goes, "I understand you're here to get the Molder Monster." R. Yeah. He goes, "Yeah, he's an evil sea dog, but we need him alive." He goes on to explain that he is part of uh, this intelligence intelligence network uh, called the Tomato Crew. And basically, wherever there's a tomato, they can see what's going on. And he goes on to say that he basically needs you to not kill 
the molar monster. He doesn't say why. And he goes, okay. I know that you want to get rid of your theme song, you sea dog. He goes, but I can do one thing better. I can find your son. What? And you kind of think to yourself, what the hell is this guy talking about? And then you suddenly remember that many years ago, uh, right before you started college, you needed some money. And so you just went to one of those like sperm banks and you didn't really think much about it. Like, honestly, you, you did need the money, but you had heard that these guys had the finest private collection. I don't want to meet my son. Of erotic, uh, I don't want to of eroticism uh, there. So you really wanted to like test it out. You know what I mean? And brother, you were not disappointed. That's all I'll say. I'm going to have to think about that. And he goes, I'm going to tell you that, like, yeah, someone actually used the, the the sperm you donated, and you have a son walking around that's been uh, uh, adopted. His name is Aran Rooks. Well, I'm not going to give my, I'm not going to give him up. Aran Rooks? No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm go- I'll try to find him on my own. Yeah, but they make it very, they made it very difficult. Like, when you adopt a kid, it's, it's, unless they want to be found, it's very hard to. To track them down. Like, he'd have to track you down. And yeah. he, you know, doesn't know you exist. So he goes, R, I can help you find your son, matey. You hear from up, uh, from in, in room 426.9, you hear the, uh, the monster molar just go, Ooh, well, should probably go to sleep soon. You know what? I'm going to go get a beer first. And you hear him turn off the TV and start to walk towards the door. And he goes, Arr, you got five seconds to decide. I get out of the car and I go to the other side of the car to where it's nearest his door. Yeah. And I open the door and I act like I'm looking for something. Okay. He walks down. He walks over to his car. He looks up and sees you. He's like, hey, nice night, huh? Yeah, sure is. And he uh, gets into his car. So as he goes to get into his car, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to I'm going to try to choke him out. You choke him out and like he, his window was down already. Yeah. And you do. And it was such it was so fast and so unexpected that you have him completely unaware. You have him in the palm of your hand, literally. And you I, start to feel like the life drain out of him. I would tie him up and throw him in the back seat of the car. OK. And then I would look in the mirror of the uh, of the car and I'd say, Timmy the Tooth, I got to talk to you. And he goes. What are you doing, Aaron? <laughs> Timmy, Timmy the Tooth. Uh, I was talking to this guy named Tomatey. He's a tomato who wants this guy alive. And he can goes, I, that can, motherfucker. <clears throat> so I can Can I give that guy over to them? Or and he goes, you got to kill him, Aaron. Okay. Hey, I'm going to need one more thing for you from you. <clears throat> what do you want? I need you to help me find my son. And he goes, it's one or the other, Aaron. You're an intelligence network. Do you want this guy dead or not? You look into the mirror and uh, Team of the Tooth is gone. Uh-huh. What do you do? You look over to Matey, the, uh, the tomato, a.k.a. Tomato the first Matey. Uh, he is on his, like, giant vine outside your car just staring at you. And he's like, what's it going to be, Matey? Arr. I said I made a promise to Timmy the Tooth, and then I drive away. Where do you go? Um, we're in Austin. Yeah. You're on Manor Road. Drive way out of town. 
like way like like an hour outside of town. So you're like in the sticks. I go out to the sticks somewhere in the hill country. Or yeah, something. you're in the hill country. You're next to like a <clears throat> a river. What do you do? I uh, I tell him I'm really sorry to do this. He goes, I'm sorry. Look, I'm sick. There's a monster inside me. He goes, okay. And I just snap his neck. You uh, snap his neck, and then as you do it, suddenly all his teeth uh, start like chomping down on his lower lip. And he goes, what the hell? And the teeth, he eventually devoured. Like the teeth like stab him so many times that he like dies. Yeah. Uh, And he just like, there's just blood everywhere. I'm going to leave that in the field somewhere. I'm going to like drag him out into a field and do that. And then just leave it there. You drive back home, and uh, you kind of look in your rearview mirror at the spot where you know the, where the body is. Yeah. And you know no one's going to find it for a very long time. Yeah. If ever. Yeah. You drive home, uh, and Tim the Tooth is true to his word. Uh, you don't have the uh, entrance music anymore. Uh, now when you open the door, people kind of, it takes a second. Like, when you start coming around again, you'll open the door, and people, like, wince. But then, like, they don't hear anything, and they're like, oh, man. Like, is this permanent? I'm like, yeah, I just kind of went away. And you're fucking back in, dude. Like, Hell everyone yeah. is so happy to see you. They're like, Aaron, we've missed you. You start, you know, going up again, telling jokes, hanging out with people. Everyone's, it's like people, it's like you're making up for lost time. Yeah. You're having the uh, the time of your life. I can finally, like, have a normal job again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you do, um, you do some research. You try to find Aaron Rooks. Yeah. Your son. Uh, but it's, again, it's really tough to find uh, him. But social media is pretty powerful. It is, but he's he's off social media. Like, anyone connected with it, they're not on. Like, you you just don't. Yeah. You, you, you ex- like, you exhaust your resources trying to find this kid. Okay. Uh, you don't really know what to do, you know? I can't say I didn't try. No, you can't. You tried really hard, but whatever. I failed um, at a lot of things. Yeah. Um, you get invited uh, to open for Patton Oswalt at uh, the Paramount Theater. Oh, wow. And you're like, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, you drive to the gig, and uh, on your way there, uh, you suddenly are startled because you kind of like glance up, and in the rearview mirror, you notice the shape of a man sitting in the backseat. Great. Okay. And it's you kind of like startle, and you turn, like you swerve, and you turn around, and there's no one sitting back there. And you go, oh, that was that was a weird thing I saw. You turn your uh, attention back to the road and you look up and again, there's this figure sitting in the back seat. Yeah. You can't look directly at his face almost because his face is like a swirling pl- plume, plume of, of smoke. smoke. Yeah. And um, he's like wearing like a, a suit. He has like a cigarette in his hand. He's kind of like looking out the window and he goes, uh, hello, Aaron. I'm the man in the back seat. Fuck it. Hi. And he goes, where can I find the tomato? at that fucking hotel. Do you give him the address? Do you give up to Mady, the first Mady? Yeah, I feel threatened by this man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely I do. And he goes, uh, okay. Appreciate it. You blink. There's no one in the backseat. Great. You're like, wow. That's cool. Things are finally turning around here. You park at the gig. Yeah. You get out. Uh, and then uh, a small uh, <laughs> airplane crashes down into your car. God damn it. And at the last second, you look up and you're like, 
what the hell? And you see in the in the pilot, he has like these like the glasses on. You see in the reflection of his uh, visor, you see the reflection of the uh, his review mirror yeah. that he had in there, and you see a shadowy figure. Sitting I in see that a reflection of the rear view mirror of the plane crashing down on me yeah. in the in the mirrored sunglasses of the pilot piloting that plane. And for a moment you see the shadowy Fuck figure, you. the man in the back seat, you see his left eye glow red and, and then you die. <sighs> your your son's still out there somewhere. All right. Well, who gives a shit? He doesn't know. He doesn't want to know me. The Fatherhood Saga. Part one, a tear cast by emeralds.